So welcome to Foundations in Christ. We're going to try this again to see if we jumped on to Facebook Live. But today we're going to be talking about Galatians 6, 7 through 9, and we're going to be communicating a little bit on boundaries. And of course, this always seems to be what God is speaking into my life, um, which is really the only thing that I have is my testimony. Um, so let's start with the scripture. Galatians 6, 7 through 9 says, don't be misled. You cannot mock the justice of God. You will always harvest what you plant. So basically reap what you sow, right? So let's not get tired of doing what is good. At just the right time, we will reap a harvest of blessing if we don't give up. So I love that passage. Um, and it tells us a lot about boundaries, about we will absolutely reap what we sow. And that's not always a negative, right? That's actually a good thing. Um, we can reap a very blessed life uh, as well as a very favored life, but we can also reap a very chaotic life if we ourselves are being chaotic. So some of the things that I want you to ask yourself before we get into this little lesson is, what are you doing right now in your life that isn't working? And here are some signs that things in your life may not be exactly how you want them to be. If you feel your life is out of control, right? If you're lonely, guilty, resentful at anybody, um, if you feel helpless in your situation, that's usually a sign that you need better boundaries in your life. And it doesn't mean that you block everybody and you don't want to talk to anybody, but it really means that we have to get back to three things. We have to communicate, confirm, and then commit and all to the Lord. And this comes back to the relationship with God. So if you keep doing the same thing that you're doing now, that's the definition of insanity. And it's going to lead down a path of chaos and disruption. And God is not a God of chaos. He is not a God of confusion. He speaks to each of us very clearly. And there's several scriptural passages in the Bible that tell you how the Lord wants to communicate with you, how he will communicate with you, how to be led by the Holy Spirit. And boundaries are one of the biggest things that I see that keep people from walking in their true purpose with God because they're so busy doing everything else that God doesn't want them to do. And what it does is it detracts from their energy. It builds walls of resentment and relationships. It keeps you from hearing the voice of God clearly. And I'm not judging anybody because I have walked this. And this is why God is pressing this on me because I needed a little reboot. I needed a boundary reboot with the Lord. And so we're expected, right, as Christians to be these charitable givers. And that's awesome. We should be as long as it's what God wants you to. Now, it doesn't mean don't help your neighbor or, you know, give somebody something that needs something, but we're going to walk through four things that we need to talk about with boundaries and to understand that we can become better charitable givers doing God's work over our own. And where are some of the um, strongholds that are put over us in the flesh that keep us doing the same thing over and over again, right? So, Again, God is not a God of chaos. He's not confusing. And our flesh normally keeps us all in that chaos, right? So how many of you don't ask for help when you need it? Even seeking God. Have you sought God on the things that you think he wants you to do? You know, seek ye first and all these things will be given to you. That's what God says. But how many people actually come before the Lord and say, God, should I do this? Or do you just jump on the bandwagon? Hi, Sarah. Yeah, we have a PTO meeting here. We have nobody to run it. Could you do it? Sure. What if God didn't want you to do that PTO meeting tonight? What if you had something better for your life? 
and all of a sudden you're caught up in a rule or you're organizing a charity event or, and maybe that's not the purpose God had for you. So I think it's hard for us to get out of our flesh and what we expect uh, to do and what we're expected to do to help people rather than seeking God and to see if it's really something he wants us to do. So let's start with a few questions. You know, trying harder in the current situation you're in, in the current chaos, um, the current insanity, right, that makes up your life, trying harder isn't the solution, okay? It's really about backing out. And we have to be directed in our effort as to where we want to go. And I had a great friend text me and she said, pray for me, I'm so tired. I said, why don't you pray differently? Why don't you ask God what things you're really supposed to do and break off all those other things that you shouldn't do? And what she said back to me was, well, I can't say no, that's not being nice. Well, who are you saying no to? The Lord or your friend? Remember, there's two ways. When someone asks you to do something for them, you can either enable them to stay exactly where they are or you can help them. And it's very different. When you enable somebody, you do things on their terms. So they say, can you come help me on Saturday at one o'clock? And you may have something that God has wanted you to do at one. And you say, well, okay, yeah, I will. So you don't, you don't put any pressure on them to grow and stretch and be respectful of you or your boundaries. And what you do is you just open up the precedent that you're going to be there anytime they need you to. So when you help somebody, it's on your terms, right? So it's, yes, I'd be more than happy to help you. I can't help you at one o'clock though. Um, could we do 2.30 or 3.00? And they might be like, well, I was really hoping for one. Well, I'm sorry, I have an obligation at one. So what that shows them is your strong boundaries, that you are a committed and loyal person, and it actually builds a level of respect. And that's what God's looking for us. He's looking for us to have this, try harder for me. Do the hard things in the flesh. So that comes back to being nice out of fear, right? How many of you will get on Facebook and spend hours answering questions to people that you don't know. And I stopped doing that a long time ago. I was like, you know what? If you haven't done your research on all the things that I have, I'm not answering you. Because in the age of information, ignorance is a choice. And so I had to really get my boundaries straight because what it did was it distracted me from the Lord. It distracted me from doing his work and his will. And that was hard because I wanted to do that stuff in the flesh. I wanted to answer people. But God was like, no, you're not writing your book. You're not praying. You're not reading your scripture. You're on Facebook answering people that, yes, I understand it's a good cause, but that's not what I'm asking you to do right now. And so I had to like move back out of my flesh and all the wants and needs and desires of myself and really step into what God wanted me to do. And it was hard. So the third thing is thinking you can change somebody, somebody's mind, somebody's thoughts. You can't. You can only change your own. And I assure you, when you change your own thoughts and ways, it will have a ripple effect because it's going to create a level of uncomfortableness around you, people expecting you to be the same way you always were. When I became a Christian, trust me, it caused a ripple effect and it was huge. So that's a big thing is causing this ripple effect of uncomfortableness. But anytime you're uncomfortable, you're growing and you should seek the Lord in your growth so that you know which direction he wants you to go and what lessons are yours and what lessons are somebody else's. Okay. You're not responsible for everybody's growth. You are responsible to your commitment and communication to God and letting him lead your life so that you can go speak the name of Jesus and create disciples. Then 
those disciples, that is between them and God. Stop stealing people's lessons from the Lord by making it easier for them, by making it smooth. And, and, and you have to be honest, but you can be ethical and sweet in your honesty, even if the truth may hurt a little bit, right? The discipline of the Lord doesn't always feel good, but you know it's wonderful to be trained up by it. And then last, take responsibility for your own life. Stop being a victim to it because all your fleshy wants and needs and everything that makes you feel good and getting on Facebook and getting all the likes and shares and spending your days on there, guess what? You're not communicating with God. You're communicating with a society that you don't know. And honestly, I get it because I've done it and I'm not doing it anymore. So you got to set the hard lines and the hard boundaries because people need to respect your walk with God and what you're doing. And the people that don't, God will, God will deal with them and their lessons later. It's not your job to do it. So you have to start today by asking yourselves the hard questions. Where do you need help with your boundaries? How can you communicate with God better, confirm what he's saying in your life, and commit to doing it and cutting off all the other distractions, the strongholds that are over you that keep you from walking totally with the Lord. Maybe you're distracted and your health is failing, right? And God needs you to be healthy for him to do the next thing in your life. Maybe you're distracted on Facebook arguing with people, but God's trying to tell you something and you're not hearing it. Maybe you're distracted at trying to change your husband and he just won't listen. But God's really saying, press into me, let's change you first, right? So that's my message today. You know, the discipline, the boundaries of God are for your benefit, for my benefit, and they're there for a reason. So I would say everybody go get Henry Cloud's book called Boundaries. And this is going to be an assignment in our class because we're going to talk all about this stuff in the Eat, Pray, Slay class. I'll put the link in the comments if you want to know what it is. But it's time, guys. It's time that we stop being distracted by the strongholds that are keeping you from walking in your purpose and it's really time to start pressing into what God wants for your life, okay? So I hope that blessed you. I hope that helped you. I didn't mean to sound rough or, um, you know, mean, but I wanted to really get it across that, you know, it's time for Christians to stop enabling the world to stay comfortable and let God come in and do his work of discipline first on ourselves. And we must walk in all things abiding in Christ, even the hard things. So God, I just thank you today for this time together, for this message of boundaries and discipline, for the calling that you have on each of our lives. And when we let the world distract us, we can't hear you, Lord. We can't hear you in the chaos and the confusion that we create in our own lives. And so today we're taking responsibility for it, Lord. And we're repenting before you and we're coming before you asking for forgiveness and guidance god let every person that hears this hear your voice today and the great discipline you have for their life so that they can be trained up by it and walk in your service and i ask this in jesus name amen have a great day